So being trained as a physician, uh, you're always uh, sort of taught to think of insurance as the uh, the enemy and uh, always trying to <laughs> deny the care that you want to provide your patients. Um, and now I'm in the point where I'm, I'm selling that product. So it's been quite a transition. I'm pleased today. I'm here with Daniel McChesney. He is the CEO and co-founder of Trip Doctor. Welcome, Daniel. Great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, great. So I think you have a pretty interesting origin story around the business. Maybe we'll start there and work our way forward. Yeah. So um, we're a startup insure tech, uh, really founded by people who didn't come from insurance and uh, sort of moved into insurance as our, our business model evolves. Uh, my background's in healthcare. I'm originally a physician, and I've been uh, an entrepreneur in the healthcare space for a little over 20 years now. Um, that's included uh, startups ranging from uh, med tech devices to uh, digital health. And um, Trip Doctor really started as a digital health platform, uh, really oriented to helping people uh, traveling internationally uh, to find and access uh, quality local outpatient providers. Um, when they got sick or injured. And this really came out of personal experience for me. I'm an avid traveler. And uh, every time something happened to me in a foreign country, I didn't know where to go. And so I ended up at the emergency room, which is both a really expensive way to handle it and uh, can ruin your trip when you spend a lot of time waiting and uh, you didn't really need to be there. Um, we uh, had the uh, insight to launch that product uh, right before the pandemic hit and uh, international travel crashed. Uh, but that ended up being a good thing for us because it, uh, it made us look for potential pivot opportunities. And we moved over into expat health insurance, um, which is a much larger market than travel insurance. Um, also, uh, m much better sort of uh, business model, uh, higher price product, uh, recurring revenue over multiple years. And um, also as a result of the pandemic, rapidly growing. So... The rate of Americans moving abroad has tripled since 2020. Pandemic really helped people to realize they didn't need to be in a uh, cramped apartment in San Francisco if they could be living on the beach in Costa Rica, uh, making the same salary and, and doing the same sort of work. And so um, we've really taken advantage of that growing opportunity uh, to launch our products into markets where uh, people are, are moving today. You know, what's it been like trying to build a business in insurance versus the other segments you've worked in previously? So being trained as a physician, uh, you're always uh, sort of taught to think of insurance as the uh, the enemy and uh, always trying to <laughs> deny the care that you want to provide your patients. Um, and now I'm in the point where I'm, I'm selling that product. So it's been quite a transition. Um, my previous work in healthcare, uh, mostly focused in the US and um, Aspects of, of strategies with med device or, or pharmaceuticals uh, have to do with how it's going to get reimbursed. So there's always an insurance component. Um, however, I never kind of thought that I would be uh, uh, moving toward being an insurance salesman of sorts. Um, right. However, uh, as we you know started to to look at our core um, business and realize where the actual money was to get the uh, business model going. We really had to couple our technology to insurance, and that ended up being a much better opportunity than selling the technology itself. Um, we attended the, or were admitted and attended the uh, Global Insurance Accelerator last year, and that program was really instrumental in um, opening up uh, doors into the insurance industry. 
helping us to understand what kind of licensing and um, uh, strategy we could employ to get started and understanding how to to start off as an insure tech and really as a, an MGA and then grow uh, your customer base in order to have the leverage to, to write your own policies in the future. Um, our like blood or our core passion is in the digital health space and we're all about healthcare access and helping people who don't speak the language, don't know the local uh, healthcare system to find and access a quality provider that speaks their language. Uh, but the business, the the money is really in the insurance, and that's why we've we've coupled it to. And by coupling those two things together, we've created uh, both a better product for the customer, a better customer experience, and also really a potential long term to significantly impact claims costs by steering uh, patients toward lower cost care like telemedicine and outpatient visits. Uh, versus emergency room visits like I did back when I was a traveler because I didn't know where to go. The, the components of Trip Doctor that aren't specific to insurance, is that really it about sort of driving behavior or is there also something around the da data you're able to gather and feed that in for underwriting purposes as well? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, going forward as we build up our, our customer base, uh, we're going to be collecting all sorts of data about um, what our customers are searching for or um, what kind of you know problems they're having, which are going to differ from what patients in the U.S. would have. So, um, you know, the, if you have a fever in the U.S. and you have a fever in a tropical environment, it might be a very different cause. Um, we're going to be gathering data about um, where they go, uh, how they uh, their experience was with given providers and how those providers are treating them, who's treating them more cost-effectively, who's not, and um, being able to curate our provider network uh, based on that information, similar to how U.S. health insurers do today. Are the, are the expat coverages sort of specific by country, and so are there certain countries you're focused on to, to start, or how is your distribution strategy or your rollout strategy sort of projected? So when you look at the market today, the current expat um, health insurance market, it's about $25 billion. Um, those policies are not specific to a country. So if you're an expat and you live in Switzerland uh, or Japan, a country with very high cost care, you're paying the same rates as somebody who lives in Zimbabwe or Thailand, countries with lower cost care. Um, and you have the same coverage limits and, and policy conditions. Um, we think that that's a, a bad strategy to kind of try to be everything to everyone. Um, a much better strategy is to understand the expat situation in a given market um, and couple that to insurance products that make sense for that market, as well as uh, building up that provider network for that market. And so we uh, launched last year in uh, Mexico, uh, which is the number one destination for U.S. expats. There's about 2 million living there. Um, and interestingly, those expats are 90% concentrated across five cities, uh, with Mexico City being um, the largest. And so uh, building a network across those cities and even within those cities, the neighborhoods where expats congregate um, is a much more focused approach. And then we've coupled that with insurance products that are locally issued, um, either already available but not marketed to expats or we we ask we work with the insurer to modify the product slightly to be more appealing to expats um, we also just launched uh this uh, past february in puerto rico uh, which is actually where i live uh, a much smaller market uh um, 
most of the expats are actually Americans, you know, uh, from, from a definition, maybe they're not technically expats, but certainly culturally. Um, and a lot of affluent Americans have moved here for various tax advantages. So you have a population that's very, um, uh, not very price sensitive, uh, has expectations for healthcare access and health insurance based on the U S system. And they've moved to a market where the health insurance options are very lacking and healthcare access is a real problem. And so um, we've, we've partnered with another carrier to launch a product here. And we are in the process now of, of building up our network here to service those expats as well. But the product here, very importantly, provides coverage in the United States as well. So those expats who uh, might spend part of the year here, part of the year back in the US are gonna be covered uh, in both locations. Will it all be centered around, you know, healthcare or are there other projects that are sort of logical to offer to expats as well? You know, as, as we've, we've uh, started selling and interacting with our, our customers more, um, we've gotten inbound requests for other insurance types. And what's really interesting is a lot of these expats move, they're, they're entrepreneurs themselves or uh, gig workers. Um, part of the visa process in a, a number of countries, including Mexico, is you can expedite getting a permanent residency visa if you start a business and you have over a certain revenue threshold. In Mexico, that's $75,000, which is, is pretty low relatively. Um, and they need business insurance. And they go to a local broker and the local broker gets uh, dollar signs in their eyes and starts telling them they need all of this, that, and the other thing. And they find out later that they're getting ripped off. And so they'd like to have uh, you know somebody who is on their side to be able to offer those insurances. Um, similarly, with life insurance, um, a number of life insurance policies in the U.S., uh, one of the th restrictions they have is they um, cease to pay out if you move abroad permanently, um, mostly because they're, you know that's a, a risk area they haven't assessed. And so um, people are looking for a life insurance product that will cover them, um, but is also going to come from a reputable carrier. And so we've been talking with some some multinational carriers in that space about bringing on a life insurance uh, product as well. What has been the most challenging? What, what has been challenging, I think, is we you know started off thinking, for example, that we had this wonderful product that we're going to sell to carriers and um, spent pre-GIA uh, six or nine months uh, doing lots of business development meetings. Um, Initially, somebody at the carrier likes what we're doing. They bring more people onto a meeting. Um, fourth meeting, uh, by the fourth meeting, it's like the beginning of the Brady Bunch on your, your Zoom. You have like 16 people on there. And you always end up in the same situation. One person who uh, doesn't like it, you're threatening their, uh, their little fiefdom within the company. Um, or uh, they're in the IT group and they don't want to have to do the work to integrate whatever you're bringing to the table. And so the, the, the prospect falls off. And I think this is a problem I've heard repeated in a number of my other um, GIA alumni and other uh, startups. And this really helped us to realize that we need to get in the game of selling insurance um, along with our technology. Um, uh, now that I understand the, the business metrics, uh, before you know, I was trying to sell something to the, um, the operations or kind of backend people in the insurance company, and out of you know every hundred dollars of premium, they get five or ten bucks to to do their stuff. Um, insurance is really led by the the sales and marketing people, and um, the the commissions in our in our space for expat health insurance are anywhere from like twenty to forty percent. So right away when you sell, you're getting twenty to forty bucks out of the hundred bucks, not 
uh, you know, uh, 10% of $1 that goes toward, uh, healthcare, uh, costs. So we, um, we realized that we really need to pivot and, and be in that sales side. Um, and that was really eye-opening, and we would not have understood that without advice from insurance industry experts. Uh, Daniel McChesney, CEO and co-founder at Trip Doctors, thanks so much for being on. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you.